0: hello and welcome to another edition of video games to the max and man this is a huge one we're talking about not e3 week or whatever you want to call this week that is apparently going to continue on for a few more days as well Uh, so there'll be some more announcements to talk about but we had three big showcases i guess from three uh you know the three major ones and then some other indie things that we may get into but we're going to talk about just to be up front, we're, we're not going to go through everything. Uh, we're going to take a general approach for uh, the Capcom showcase, Summer Games Fest, and uh, the the Xbox stuff, uh, Xbox Bethesda stuff as well. And then, you know, we'll get into maybe some of the things we watched. But I guess, how is the week for you guys? Play anything of note that we haven't discussed at length. And the other episodes that you want to mention before we, we get into the big stuff, Mark? Uh...
1: I, I, I picked up a Saturn version of Virtual Fighter Two.
0: All right. Did you uh, uh, only play first, it or anything? Only, or... only
1: the big hits coming from me. Yeah, I played uh, it for like five minutes, and then I was like, "Yeah, it's still Virtual Fighter." And so I still don't really like this series. <laughs> but the game is cheap, so that's the reason why. And yeah, just screwing around with other other like small games, or and nothing big has come out in like the last two months. <laughs> If not three, yeah. so uh, I mean, I hear yeah. the quarry is good, but I don't have that, and it has no online multiplayer. So
0: all right, yeah, I, I, we're about to start getting into months where there will be things coming out. Uh, you're not excited for that TMNT coming in? No, no, okay. Because or... I didn't,
1: I didn't like that Scott Pilgrim game much, and I won't have anyone to play this thing with either. So, I mean, I'm looking yeah, forward to, to Fire Emblem, but that's a week or two away, I think.
0: I still don't know if. You, well, never mind, you would have it on Steam, so even if Daniel and I had it on Game Pass, you wouldn't be able to play with us, because it's probably only Game Pass to Game Pass. Yeah. The cross-play would work. Daniel, anything you want to mention here?
2: Uh, only thing I've done this week, unusual, is I went through some of my uh, Steam backlog and finally playing uh, KOTOR 2. So, that's fun.
0: Okay. Well, there you go. I mean, that did come out, it, they did make a version to come to the Switch last week, so that's sort of current, I guess, you know? How, how
1: are you enjoying KOTOR 2 with Crib bitching at you all the time? <laughs> uh, so far,
2: I haven't had too much of that. I've only played it for about an hour, I just oh, okay the first station, and...
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I tend to play those games in a, a, a heroic fact, a fashion, and she didn't like that at all. Yeah. <laughs>
0: All right. Yeah, I haven't. Uh, I've been just trying to keep up with all of this today that, or, you know, between yesterday and, and today that I, I really haven't um, spent too much time trying to find. But uh, I will be playing some TMT uh, when that comes out. Let's get on with the big stuff here. I guess we'll go in chronological order. Sorry if this is a little bit old, I guess. Summer Games Fest, Mark, uh, I'll start with you. What did you think about the show in general? What did you think about, you know, some things you liked about well, that were announced? Things that you were kind of like, what the hell? And any games that you're like, you're really excited about coming out of there?
1: I don't know. I thought it was mostly fine. A little boring, I thought. I mean, even compared to like the Mark one, he didn't have like the big kind of like A game. I thought the Go Simulator 3 thing was kind of funny. Last of Us Part 1 might be fine, but, I mean, or, you know, this is the second time they remade that game. So, right. Like, this isn't like GTA V or Skyrim. Those games can live on forever. Once Last of Us is done, it's kind of done, and it doesn't take that long to beat it, really. Yeah, I don't know. It, I like that One Piece game a lot. Oh, that looked fine. Yeah. That's kind of about it. Like, it. I... Don't have any faith in this aliens game at all.
0: The fire team one seems
1: that that, that was like around yeah. for like a week, and then everyone got bored of it. And it was like, all right, that's
0: what it. The moment I saw it, I was like, oh, this is another one of those fire Team Yeah, like another, another akin to that. So I mean, it is yeah. it is
1: basically XCOM, which is kind of cool, but right. I I mean, I think the aliens franchise is like cursed because they've, they've only made like one and a half good games out of aliens out of like thirty years. Yeah, that's about it for me for the Summer
0: Games Fest. Uh, Daniel, anything stand out to you? What did you think of the show in general?
2: I am slightly interested in the Aliens game just because I like the turn-based games and I do like the Alien franchise. I will say, I think there's been probably three good games. The original, Alien vs. Predator, and Alien vs. Predator 2, back on the PC I, mean, I thought
1: you were going to say the Jaguar.
2: No, 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 no.
1: No, that was the, actually a good game. Like, I'm not. Speaking yeah. To
2: that. Well, I, I never played that one, but the original two on the PC, I enjoyed. And then Isolation is a good game. It's just, it's been out for a while. It's easy to overlook it because people didn't really expect it coming out. But that right. franchise is cursed. Yeah. Uh,
1: one good alien game, like a handheld console, but I can't remember what it was. But that was about it. And
2: the only other thing that really jumped out at me and that was memorable from the show was the Goat Simulator 3.
0: Just because <laughs> yeah, it was no. funny,
2: it stuck in my mind, but that was about it. There wasn't... I mean, it, like there's a lot of things that look fine that look interesting, but nothing that really jumped out and said, oh, I really want to play that. It's just, yeah, that could be interesting, or that's good, yeah, that looks good, but nothing really... Nothing jumping out and saying yeah, this is something I
0: have to check out when it hits. Yeah, um, I'll echo the sentiment that I kind of thought Summer Games was just kind of dull. Uh, there was too much talking. Having The Rock there to just pump himself. Oh, uh, oh like, that was great. The the one more thing was not as great as, you know, some of the ones they've had in the past. I mean, look, it's one that I think a lot of people are either you, you're in the camp of, like you said, Mark, it's this has been already been remade already. Why should I care about it? To, oh, man, this is great. I love the fact that we're remaking we're this, like how cool it looks, you know, all that. So, I mean, I, I love the fact that the One Piece Odyssey gave, you know, you finally get an actual like RPG out of One Piece that seems to include all the characters. And it's not just about Luffy. So I'm happy about that. As a huge One Piece fan, I love seeing the the TMNT getting Casey and the six player online and, and co-op multiplayer. That was good. And some of the stuff from uh, the MiHoYo team, the two games looked interesting. Proud the that they exist. The one miss for me that I thought we'd get a little bit more from is the Marvel's Midnight Suns. Like, I know that strategy games are not cool, but like, if there's one, I I mean, I'm just saying in general for like the general audience.
1: Well, I mean, this one like showed Spider Man and Venom, which I think is fine, but
0: yeah, if there was one game that you can catch people's attention with out of the Marvel crowd or whatever to tell them that there's a new Marvel game on, show them some gameplay and not just a trailer of like. Oh, here's a bunch of the characters that to be the game. Alright.
1: I, I felt that exact same way about that Saints Row thing. It's like I Honest. don't yeah. I don't give a shit about the boss or whatever character you're playing as. Show right. me like a
0: mission. Oh yeah, that's fair. That's mm-hmm. fair. I mean, I, I'm sure that Jens would vaguely really differ on with you on that. But...
1: I mean, yeah, but like them just having a montage of like all the stupid characters you can make is like show me Because, like that's the big question mark for me. Like not the the Saints Row games have always had good character creators. Like that's not new.
0: I think a little bit of what hurt this as well is like Keeley announcing that okay, there's only gonna be announced stuff on here, so don't expect anything ridiculous. And they're kinda of tempered expectations, but I think people were still kind of expecting a little bit more than this and yeah, it it felt like this is supposed to be the big E three curtain raiser, and it really didn't give me that vibe. I will say Callisto Protocol looked great. And I really want to play that game. Totally took everything from Dead Space, obviously. But there's a reason they're rushing it out to make sure it comes out this year. Because I think they know that. Yeah. But yeah, I think in general, it was fine. If not a little bit dull, but it certainly could have been better. That being said, we have the... I'll say the X plus one for last because I technically did have some more things to talk about with with the extended thing. So the Capcom one, for one, they had a really low bar to meet from last year. So they didn't have to do a whole lot to beat last year, but they figured it out. Like they figured out that, okay, when you're going to do a press conference type thing, this is what you do. This is what you show us. You gave us everything I think people were wanting from Capcom or that we knew was coming from Capcom. And they laid it out to you. And maybe some of the games aren't your bag, but at least you got everything pretty much. And I guess the tease that maybe some people wanted Dragon's Dogma 2, I guess that's not happening. Ever. ever. <laughs> but other than that, I, I thought this they actually nailed it really well this time. And it was a really good conference. I mean, obviously for me, the Resident Evil stuff is... I'm totally down with all that. I'm ready to get all of that, and yeah,
1: man. it was fun- like Capcom was mostly fine, but that exo Primal stuff went on for a while, and I don't like that that game just looks boring to
0: me that is just like so if you have a friend to play it with, it can just seem mindless fun for a few hours or whatever. It is.
1: Yeah. I I don't want to play, like, co-op uh, Days Gone with, you know, the zombies replaced with stupid dinosaurs that, like, do nothing. You know, who cares? <laughs> yeah, i say the I... Resident Evil stuff was, like, the best part for me. Yeah, like, I like the stuff coming to Resident Evil 8. I know you're more interested in the old memes getting patched up, and it's like, eh, whatever for me. <laughs>
0: no, I, I'm happy with Resident Evil 8 stuff as well, because I might actually play it again to... With, with the Ethan in third person thing.
1: Yeah, that'll be fun, because I have the super powerful gun unlocked so I can just bla- blaze through the game in, like, an, like, two hours. Daniel, any any thoughts on...
2: Just agreeing with the sentiment. Uh, the Resident Evil is probably the highlight of the press conference. You got a lot of news from it. My whole thing with Exo Primal, if they want to make a dinosaur game, why are they not making another Dino Crisis? I mean, I know the...
1: Because Jetpack technology has evolved, man. They can't make it it anymore.
2: It's just, it drives me crazy that you've got a franchise people want to see. You don't have to continue it. You can revamp it. People want to see it. I mean, they want to see that franchise. Throwing another game with dinosaurs out there just feels like it's teasing them. Dragon's Dogma is another example. It feels like sometimes there are franchises that they just don't want to do anything with despite demand.
1: <laughs> I, I would say, like, Capcom was actually kind of disappointing, because, like, who cares about Dragon's Dogma? like, they already had the 10th anniversary, like, three weeks ago, and they didn't announce shit for that. And they're like, oh, gonna, we have, like, another video to show you later on. And it's like, great. Uh, how about a new game? Or how about, like, another anime series or something? Yeah, oh, yeah and, like, I
0: can't imagine it's just a celebration video. They got to have something new in there.
1: They're, look at like their dormant franchises, like Mega Man or Okami or Beautiful Joe. Yeah. Like they don't they don't do shit most of the time.
0: Well, I know, but like, okay, Square Enix is doing the same thing for Final Fantasy Seven remake or whatever. That's an active development. <laughs> I know, but I'm just saying, like, you've got to have what? Are you really gonna spend waste people's time for 15 minutes or whatever that is to just show them a celebration video? You're not gonna show them anything new, like you said whether it's a new anime, whether it's a new movie, whether it's whatever. You know, like, even a mobile game for God's sakes, even though we don't care about that. I'm just saying Uh, Japan will. I I
1: can 100% say they're going to have to do that.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I can... (laughs) If any company was going to do it, I could see it being Capcom.
1: I mean, at at the absolute worst, I could see them trying to say like, oh, we're going to port it over to the PS5 and Xbox series, you know, X and S, but it's like, who cares? It's a ten-year-old game that, like, you're not going to work on. You know, to play some like n- straightforward. Do something new, or like, completely ignore it. Like, they could have announced like a Power Stone remake, or Rival Schools, or ten other franchises that that are in Capcom's graveyard. Like,
0: I'm surprised they didn't try to announce something else uh, out of it. I mean, they did announce that uh, Stadium 2 thing. So, well, that's well, been known
1: for a while. I mean, they showed more of it, I guess, but that's been out there. I mean, I would have if they said like, "Hey, we're porting Marvel's Capcom 2 to the PC." i would be like, "Hell yes!" Or like, "We're making an HD version of that." It'd be like, "Great."
0: Yeah, you'd have to think that somebody that's probably a, like too much work for Disney to want to deal with. Like,
1: it's easy for Disney to deal with because they own all that shit now. So,
0: <laughs> if they cared enough about games, right, and really wanted to do it, they would. But I don't know that they perhaps see that as a Somebody would really have to make that a big deal I think on on Twitter or something and it grows some kind of following in order for Disney to take notice.
1: Well, it's not up to Disney, yeah. it's up to Capcom.
0: Right, but I'm saying Disney has to play ball, right? Because Yeah, they,
1: but Capcom has to show up first and say, "Hey, we want to remake this game." We'll, you know, right. we'll split the profits this way it's, or you know whatever. It's not
0: like Capcom hasn't worked with Disney a lot recently. Yeah. So they did the morning Whatever that is, the, the morning, after, the afternoon show collection thing, the the Aladdin and Lion uh, King and, Lion King and, and Jungle Book like, yeah, and all that stuff. So, I mean, why not do it with something that, you know, people are going to want, especially after you, you know, as you've mentioned many times, the was a Marvel vs. Capcom 3 Ultimate yeah. uh, that they basically ruined by putting their hand too much in it. Yeah, uh, but I think overall, though, at least you know between the two tentpoles, Monster Hunter and Resident Evil, they've really got a lot of that down. It will be interesting to see where Capcom goes now that basically you did two, three, and four. Do you go back and try to remake one again, or do you just finish three Do you just not do any more remakes and only focus on new stuff now?
1: Uh, I can see them doing Code Veronica finally.
0: Oh, yeah, that, mm. that. Yeah, they could do that for sure. Or like remaking like Resident Evil Zero. That would be cool if they did that. I would uh, like to have the whole collection without tank controls. So we have the last one here, which is Xbox Bethesda. And to me, everything that they announced on this show was uh, Game Pass. Not everything is day one Game Pass, but it will eventually come to the service um, as has kind of been customary for them in the last few years or so. Obviously, I think the big announcement, or probably, if not the biggest, one of the biggest is uh, something I think a lot of people thought they'd never see a Persona 3, 4, and 5 are coming to Xbox, along with PS5 and Steam as well. And
1: I could almost imagine you fuming that Persona is a non-Switch.
0: I don't care because I can also just play it on the cloud on my phone. But I mean, I own five, so I don't I don't need to buy that again. And if if it's not a hefty price, and they're not gonna, it doesn't seem like they're doing too much to either. For you know, I'm sure for, uh, Golden is the same thing that we've already had, and that means for Sony 3 portable is going to be the same thing as well. So they aren't going to have this hefty tag. So I may just buy those on PS5. Anyway, so they showed off Redfall, they showed off the Forza and everything. Uh, Daniel, to go to you first here. What did you think about the showcase? Better than last year, not better than last year? Um, it, I mean, they didn't tell you until the end that it was only supposed to be the next 12 months.
2: No, they said it at the very beginning. They said yeah. everything that you're going to see is coming out in the next 12 months. Okay. And then they went into it. I didn't it.
0: catch that part. I think yeah. I missed the first minute or so. Yeah. It, keep trying to watch it live. So,
2: I mean, coming out, with that being the first thing that they said, I mean, we talked about it a few weeks ago where people were wondering about the value that you're getting with Game Pass. This was their statement saying, this is what you're going to get in the next year. This is where the value is going to be. I'm more interested in Redfall. After seeing the gameplay and hearing a little bit more of the story, I thought it was—I mean, it piqued my interest. I don't know if I'll ever—if I'll play it because I don't know if I'll be able to get four people together or three other people together to play it. But it looks interesting. We saw some Hollow Knight, Silk Song. We saw High on Life. I think was the one with uh, the Rick and Morty production company. A good uh, two, three days' worth of entertainment value before you get tired of the humor and then come that, back to it.
1: <laughs> that reminded me a lot of that uh, odd world Strangers Wrath game. I mean,
2: it's one of those things where it's going to be... I feel like the humor's going to be one note, but I mean, with the last two South Park games, we've seen that the, it can work. The Riot games, the announcement that they had, all the fr- stuff that you get with Game Pass, that kind of surprised me. You're going to probably get a big influx of people trying the stuff out just because it's free now.
0: I, I, that's the big takeaway I had is they really seem to go big with making PC Game Pass like feel like it matters because that was a huge complaint that a lot of people have had that, oh man, console gets stuff before PC and even the cloud is getting stuff before PC and now it feels like Oh, well, we're just going to go for PC dedicated stuff now. And to show you that, that we, we need business on the PC game pass side of things too. And that's such a huge grab, uh, for that, all that right games content. I mean, I know it's not any of our bags here, but it does make it something more accessible for people that want to play it. I and mean- I'm sure. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I mean, I might yeah. try it out you know, with all the heroes being free just to see how it is. And I'm not going to say I'm going to get on any competitive ladders or anything, but I'll try it out just to see how the game feels and everything compared to Dota 2, which I've played a little bit. I,
0: then, I can't imagine the hardcore players are happy because that means this is going to become even more toxic. Well, uh, Because you're going to have all these people that don't know how to play the game at all playing. And, you know. Yeah,
1: but you are going to steamroll them, so it'll be fun.
2: Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. They'll complain about it, but they'll also enjoy steamrolling them and telling them yeah. to get good. So, um, yeah. And then the the other two highlights for me throughout the thing was I enjoyed what we got from Diablo 4, and I enjoyed the starfall. Everything that I hoped that the game was going to – or the starfield, everything I hoped the game was going to have, they showed in one way or another or hinted at in the extended preview. I was already probably going to play it when it hit Game Pass, but I'm definitely more interested in it. But those were the big ones that jumped out at me. I mean, the ARC 2 announcement with Vin Diesel.
1: Oh, well, he's been in it before, but the the, the, the Vindian.
2: Yeah, it just, <laughs> hey, it's great. It's going to be on Game Pass. Day one, I think it even said it was going to be on PC Game Pass. So, there's something else for the PC players. They came out with a lot of stuff, and just said, hey, yeah, it might have been a slow month or two, but this is what's coming in the next 12 months.
0: They, I thought they did a good job of showing you what you're going to get for everything. You got a little bit of the Ubisoft, where if you've been playing these games, here's stuff for you, right? Uh, the Forza Horizon 5 Hot Wheels DLC looked cool. Uh, Minecraft getting another game and, and Minecraft Legends, which actually looked pretty sweet, honestly. The sea of thieves stuff, you know, that there's more coming there. So you had that. You had like all these, uh, really good. I mean, high on life looked really funny. And that was a highlight for me as well. You know, something I would have never imagined, I think playing until I saw it there. And now I'm kind of interested. So Overwatch, I mean, so what do you, how do you feel about Overwatch 2 being free to play? And you're the one that plays that.
1: I mean, they announced that when they launched, when they official, when they like released it, or when they announced it, like a year or two ago. Because yeah. it's only the like PV stuff that's going to cost money. I thought that trail looked terrible because it reminded me of Borderlands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <You know? laughs> and like that new character look, like looks and sounds awful. It's like I don't want to play kind of Tiny Tina or Mad Moxie in Overwatch. I mean, I haven't really paid attention much to that game, but I can see what people are down on it because it's like. Yeah, they're like we're using all the same maps, or most of them from Overwatch One. They don't look like dramatically better. It should be free to play because I wouldn't pay for this normally.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean at least they, they show Blizzard stuff here, so I I guess they feel comfortable enough. Um, it's good to see that that that's there. Uh, I really liked what we saw from Diablo as well, um, so I, I'm I, I'm down for that game.
1: I I guess I'm in the minority. I didn't like what they showed at Diablo Four. <laughs> And the more they've talked about it since then, makes me just roll my eyes.
2: I was going to say, what specifically did you not like about it?
1: Uh, I didn't like how it looked. Like, how desaturated it looks. It's like, are there no primary colors anymore in this universe? I guess I I was comparing it a lot to Lost Ark, which is a very colorful game. Or even, like, Diablo 3. And that had, like, some desaturated looks as well. But there were some areas in that game that were, like, kind of colorful. And this game just looks like a mess of brown, grey, and like black. They're like character creator or them going like, Oh, you can create your own character. It's like great. You play this game from an isometric perspective. Who cares?
2: Yeah, that felt tacked on to me, but I mean if somebody wants to throw that out there and create
1: They're like, Oh, you can create this you can create your own character and the next shot they had was like a guy like wearing like a helmet, covering his full face and I'm like, Yep. That's just how it's gonna roll. Yeah. I mean just
2: from the gameplay stuff they talked about, I was I'm interested in it.
1: I'm interested in. See, the problem is you didn't play Lost Ark, have you or no?
2: I've played a little bit. I haven't gotten. I didn't get to the point where I was running into the pain.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't thing. Really think I have. I mean, I think I just have. But like, I kept comparing it to that, and it's like this gameplay looks very old compared to Lost Ark, which is already an old game. So, that kind of threw me. I did, like, the open world stuff. Like, that might be cool. Yeah. Or them saying, like, you can, you know, it's very, there's no story. Like, there's no Deckard Kane telling you, hey, go here and do this. But, and, you know, whatever the bad guy looks like seems interesting.
2: <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I like the open world idea. I think that's going to be good. I think we probably will see a few more colorful areas. I mean, Part of the problem with Diablo is it's always been a dark game, so I don't know how bright they're going to be able to make it. But I also think I like the idea of the random bosses appearing in the open world that everybody works together to defeat.
1: Again, I mean, that's just from Lost (laughs) Dark. Yeah,
2: I know. That's exactly what I was thinking when I saw it, too. But I mean, it's a good idea to have in Diablo. It's just, I mean, I hope that it works out well. I like that they're doing the crossplay with Xbox and PC. Yeah.
1: Well, I think they said did they say cross with everything, or no?
2: I, I remember them saying, I thought they said Xbox and PC, but maybe they said console and PC. I'm sure it is probably everything, but...
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm happy it's coming to uh, PS5. My problem, and this has been shared by other uh, people I've watched, is, like, they didn't really support Diablo 3 well. I mean, they had, like, one expansion yeah. and, like, one kind of paid additional character class, and that was about it. And it's like, yeah, Diablo 3 is 10 years old, but then them going, like, oh, we're going to support Diablo 4 for a lot longer. I don't really
0: trust you. This yeah, but, a- I mean, look look at the company behind it now compared to the company that was behind Diablo 3. I mean, my uh, Phil Spencer's a huge Diablo fan, but I don't think, as long as diablo does well i don't see them not look how long they've supported sea of thieves look how long they've supported uh you know like they always give dlc to, to forza horizons when those come out i mean i just i don't think we need to worry about them committing the same crime if they're recognizing that in that piece of diablo that they showed i think they know it's because they have to deliver on that this time
1: I forget the name of it, but that one game from, like, the X ex- warcraft people looked fine. Like, the StarCraft meets Diablo game. Or Stormgate, sorry. So Stormgate, uh, that's right. That looked okay, but, I mean, I'm sure Diablo... I mean, I'll get Diablo 4 just to play with the Yens or just to play it on my own. But, like, it looked very kind of ho-hum to me, at least for now.
0: I mean, if it's full crossway, we could all play together.
1: Yeah, I mean, that'll happen.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, probably not. if you do I like some of the, uh, Scorn finally getting a release date. I'm happy for that. I've been wanting that game to come out. It looks so like nasty, but that's what I wanted it to look like. So I'm totally down for when that game comes. Yeah. I, the, uh, some of the new stuff, like the, um, Flintlock Siege of Dawn, I thought looked good and the Ravenlock game I thought was interesting. So. I am surprised that they have like a I guess it's like a dynasty warriors type game the the Wulong there's like a lot in there, like there's something for everyone in this thing, and I think that's important too. I mean, we don't really know a whole lot about what it is, but there's the Kojima partnership getting announced finally as well. Any thoughts on that dating sim
2: <laughs> <laughs> well we got a walking simulator, so
1: yeah. <laughs> okay.
2: Uh, I mean, it's that's going to be one of those things where it'll appear to a core group of audience and it's probably Microsoft trying to make more inroads in Japan. But did they ever say it was a console exclusive or did they just say that he's partnering with Microsoft to make, quote, make no, a no. game he's always wanted to make?
0: It's a console exclusive because it uses the cloud.
2: Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, that's going to be one of those games that it's going to appeal to the... The same people that it always appeals to, and you'll have probably very divisive opinions on the game. Some people saying it's great, other people saying they hated it. I'll wait and see more as more
1: comes out, but I, I know what it's going to be Black Three. You have to plug a <laughs> plug a sun, uh, light sensor into your Xbox, and that'll be how you play the game.
2: You no, know, you use your phone to register that you're outside, and using the yeah. cloud, it stores the power from the front sunlight.
0: Any, like, thoughts on what you saw from the two big games? I mean, did, did it uh, make you want to play Redfall more or, or not so much? Um, I felt like I got a little bit more grasp of the game between this and the extended, where they told you more of the story and everything.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm more interested in it. I like the humor that they were showing in it a little bit more than I thought I would. Don't really know why I did. I can't put my finger on it. It's just, it seemed it wasn't too over the top, but it still seemed like it was there. But just what I saw made me want to look, look into it more and see more, probably play it again when it comes out, because it'll be on game pass. So I can try it and not be out 60 bucks or 40 bucks or whatever the price tag will be on it.
0: Yeah. Um, and it's a game that, you know, we can play together or find other people to play with there to, to try it out as well because it is on there. Uh, so that kind of uh, excites you as well. And, and you can see a lot of the Dishonored and uh, stuff in there as well with the powers and how the characters move. So that's interesting uh, to me. Once we get to, I guess, get our hands on it, I think is when I'm finally going to be able to make that decision.
1: I, th- yeah. I thought this conference was kind of funny, just because of the stuff they didn't show.
0: Well, I mean...
1: Like that, that, like means, that golden eye. you know, yeah, they should have, have stealth dropped that and been like, oh, it's out right now, go buy it.
0: I mean, just because there's all this stuff out there doesn't mean that it's ready for them to announce, so...
1: I thought that one game, that As
0: Dusk Falls game, looked terrible. I'm actually really interested in that game, but...
2: From a story standpoint, I'm interested in it, but I wasn't yeah. impressed yeah. with the look of it. Yeah,
0: I, I thought you would like it because you like those old FMV things. The story, well, yeah, but that's actual full
1: motion. It's not like yeah. stills. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the story seemed fine, but yeah, like the actual gameplay, like I thought it was like a concept trailer or like, yeah, hey, this is what we, what it, what we're gonna look like eventually. But no, it's just that game, or that's just how it looks. I'm like, this looks awful. I don't need st- like storyboard the game.
0: Yeah, it is a weird style choice to not have them move anything. It's like this is the this is how it is. What do you All think right. of that uh, pentiment game? I'm interested in it. Like I like the look of it too. I like the that old style. Love to see how far that the story goes and everything. And I thought it was. Uh, it um, reminded whatever. me of like Monty Python. Yeah, yeah, that's the vibe I got. See. Uh, what is? It? I mean, I'm not a big Fallout and, and Elder Scrolls person, so I particularly wasn't
1: too. No, no, one, and, no one cares and, about those games. Yeah, and, and well, let's, saying, let's be like, clear. It's
2: the online yeah. versions of those I games. Mean, I, it's not the core.
1: I, games. I think Elder Scrolls like online is actually like I've heard it's mostly fine, but still like yeah. no one cares.
0: Oh, people care. They wouldn't keep making those. I'm not talking about. No, I'm talking about. I was leading. I was. Alluding to what did you guys think about all the stuff from Starfield that, that's been shown? Yo, it looks like you No know. Man's
2: Sky. I wouldn't go that far, but I do, I did like the
1: uh, what. So both of you guys
0: like have. No Man's Sky. So yeah. <laughs>
1: well, it looks like No Man's Sky with like a plot or like an actual like story. <laughs> I did
2: like the uh, being able to customize ships. Uh, some of the things they also talked about, you can disable and board enemy ships and then take them over fighting inside the ship, destroy the, kill the crew, imprison them, whatever, and then take over that ship and sell the ships or break it down. I mean, I think there's going to be, there's the potential to do a lot of different stuff, but the question is, will it actually be in the final game or will something have prevented it from happening? That's kind of my fear.
1: <laughs> I think it'll be mostly in the final game, but I'm just curious of, like how much of an impact it's going to have. Like when that guy said, "Oh, we're gonna have a thousand planets," my heart wept because it's like, "Oh God, no!" Like, why not just have like a hundred good planets, nine hundred they're gonna be shitty, or have like one thing that's interesting on them and that's it.
2: I think what we might see is the majority of those thousand will have, like you said, one thing interesting on it and that's it. But then others will have will be a little bit more built out or more populated, whatever they want to call it.
1: But like when the when the guy. like it was like mining specifically. I'm like, wow, this is exactly like No Man's Sky. Yeah, that did look
2: a lot like No Man's Sky. I'll, I'll admit that. I
1: don't know. personally. I just that game just like has like no personality. If you ask me, like, what well, would you rather play, uh, Starfield or uh, Outer Wilds Two or Outer Worlds Two? I'd pick Outer Worlds Two.
2: So, from what I pieced together from watching the video, and somebody correct me if I'm wrong, it seems like the main story is going to involve the explorers, and you're looking for a, I'm guessing, a fabled lost planet, or a fabled planet, and you have a piece of the puzzle to find it. What I so, got from that...
1: So it's a story from Titan A.E. <laughs>
2: you could say that's story in a lot of sci-fi yeah. entertainment, but, I mean, that's what it seemed like. And So you're going to have the exploration story, you're going to be traveling to different solar systems, and I guess, scan the planets or scan the the solar system, because I noticed on some of the screens it said planet has been, or system has been scanned 25%, 50%, whatever. It seems interesting,
1: but... It looks, I mean, it looks nice, but, I don't know, it just seemed like slightly boring to me. or like Not boring, just like no personality. Though no, I did like the lock-picking minigame.
0: And they are still, I mean, they're still... Time for this game to come out, they could just be revealing more of that later on as they have, you know, gotten more of that down. I think they wanted to kind of give you the basics. And
1: um, well, one thing I, I really don't want to do I mean, the shipbuilding looks fine, I don't want to build bases
2: or at least on customizable bases. Like if you put a base down and
1: it's a generic looking starport or it's a pirate base, and
0: I mean, there is base and spaceship builder.
1: That was a, one of the big problems in No Man's Sky. It's like, okay, you build a base on a planet and then you warp off that planet and that's it. <laughs> and you yeah. never go back to that goddamn planet because why would you? <laughs> I mean, they may, they may have like just had like an easy option to go, go back to base or go back to, you know, the, the third base you've made or something like that. But it's just, it, it has an air of like not non permanence. I think like a quick tra- like a quick travel system in like this type of game kind of breaks it a little also you can kind of buy it in Skyrim or Fallout but it's a you have a ship like you, have, you imagine that ship would have fuel
0: seems like to be like a kind of a tepid interest there but perhaps they will just review more and you can finally give your feeling on it either way
1: uh, All guess. the way to start various Star Trek Star Wars and Firefly mods that come out to the PC version. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: well uh, anything else that you guys want to uh, any other game you want to mention or any other thing that like caught your eye that you want to talk about here I thought Kakuma looked cool yeah it looked interesting like a weird like puzzle game sort of thing I also liked uh, uh, oh uh, of course I've been waiting for a place to requiem to come out. So I'm glad that they showed more of that and that it's that you have more like personality to be able to choose what you do. And it's not so much of just kind of like following this set path. So, uh, that's good too. We're not just like following the story along. It's more, there's a lot more choice in the game. So, so that is uh, a good thing.
2: I do have a question out of all the stuff shown on the Xbox all the games shown, so I'm not counting the Kojima announcement, which one of those games is the most likely to be delayed
1: past the 12 months?
0: Man, I don't think they can do it, but I could definitely see Starfield get delayed again.
1: I think uh, they didn't didn't show gameplay but ARC 2.
2: I'm going to say Diablo 4 just because it's, I mean, you can never go wrong with thinking about Blizzard delaying a game.
1: Yeah.
0: True. Even though they didn't, all they said was 2023, right? So yeah, technically, well, you can just released at any point in 2023. Well, no, they Not said, they said it's Oh, okay, okay.
2: So yeah. it has to be, it has to come out before next June, or before the middle so of next I, June, to be in that 12-month window.
0: Let's hope all that stuff comes out. I'm surprised you didn't mention the Aura History Untold," which looked like basically like. Xbox's well, version of this of Civ.
1: Yeah, they showed no gameplay. It was just like a you know some stupid CGI trailer. Like it looks interesting to me, kind of, but yeah, we'll see what happens. That was like that humankind trailer they showed for the for the uh, other one where they're like, I mean, it, obviously it's more important to you, but they're like, we have five more uh, Latin America Latin American leaders.
0: Like, yeah. Okay. That's. Cool. I didn't
1: know that that was a deficit in the game to begin with, but sure, <laughs> like. <laughs>
0: Uh, we should. Why not? Uh, nothing on uh, Forza Motorsport. I thought it looked pretty awesome. I mean,
1: I thought like that part specifically was kind of boring. Like I almost like fell asleep. I think. Yeah. Yo, they're making new Forza. Like it'll be fine. <laughs> like, it's not new. Like really. Like I don't care how.
0: Oh, but you know they're gonna show it off. I mean.
1: Yeah, but like but- they don't need to 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 devote ten minutes to it either. Like, them I'll, started, agree.
0: I'll agree or, there. I'm showing like Horizon
1: Five. That that thing was like way better because it's like yeah, just two minutes and we're, you get the idea and we're done.
2: I feel like you get ten minutes on Forza every time they have a Xbox big press conference like this. E three, we always got ten fifteen minutes on Forza, and they did a big deal about how the environments look and how the cars look and yeah, everything else. I, I have just resigned myself to getting that every time I see one of these.
1: So this was supposed to be Microsoft and Bethesda, right? Yeah. Yeah. Where was Andrew W.K. for the concert?
0: <laughs> they want to go board... too bombastic. Then. You
1: could aboard the cameraman with his con- with his music once again.
0: Hey, now. <laughs> hey, no, Andrew W.K. <laughs> <laughs> well, and Valheim is coming to PC Game Pass and console. It's a console launch exclusive, I think. So if you haven't played Valheim yet, I guess you can uh, at some point
2: will it have crossplay
0: with the PC? I don't think they mentioned that, but they probably will as most things happens to have crossplay. So Master Chief is coming to Fall Guys, so if you wanted to see that happen, there it is. And I think the only thing was they officially announced Slime Rancher 2 is coming day 1 to Game Pass. We already knew it was coming to Game Pass, but I love Slime Rancher 1, so totally down for more Slime Rancher 2.
1: I kind of want to uh, get flight simulator, but it, my computer w- couldn't handle it well.
0: <laughs> and then if you what download it, pretty soon you can get the Halo Pelican. Yeah, so that was kind of neat, I guess. And there's apparently going to be like a spaceship you can fly as well that they showed off in the extended thing. Oh, so, yeah, the Spaceship Discovery or whatever you can. They're going to add DLC for that. So there's that, I guess, too. But I think overall, I thought Xbox did really well. Um, I think if you're going to talk about like more impactful and like felt bigger last year's, I think, felt bigger because of all the stuff they announced. But I think for delivering, like, here's what's coming in the next 12 months, I thought they delivered a lot.
1: Yeah, I'd say like 80% of the stuff actually looked pretty done, or at least had gameplay of it. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah, and okay. that's, that's the
0: thing is everybody complained that oh my god those are all cinematic trailers last year. So they're like okay well we're going to have gameplay this year and yeah, and no, then he no, was people still complain that yeah
2: they didn't announce any of their big next game in their big franchises.
0: Yeah, where's Fable? Where's uh? Oh well, yeah, that's coming like out
1: within a year. So where's
0: <laughs> Gears? Where's uh like that zombie survival? Their zombie survival thing. State of Decay. Yeah, State of Decay. That. I mean, the conference was
1: fine, but they should have actually—they should have ended it with this game. Like, they should have announced one thing at the end that said, "Like, this won't be out within a year, but this is something we're working on." And it should have been like that tentpole game, like Gears Six or whatever.
0: Yeah, that's what I thought. You know, Randy had mentioned it to me. He's like, "Oh, you think that they'll do something with Gears?" Since it's been a while, and I said, "Well, they have been rumoring that uh, Gears Collection for a while there. That you get the Gears Ultimate Two, and then." Remasters Masters of Three in Judgment. But I don't know. I, I feel like... Didn't they say that Coalition kind of wanted to take a break from Gears as well? So they may be trying to kind of figure out their next move with that studio also. Which is why we haven't gotten a Gears 6 announcement or something. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think between the extended and the the actual showcase itself, they did a great job of really... Letting you know what's coming. I think uh, Silk Song was a nice surprise. I didn't expect that that was going to be on Game Pass, so that's uh, that's really nice. And yeah,
1: well, one last Starfield question: Do you think the ship combat will be as good as it was in Kingdom Hearts One with the gummy ship?
0: <laughs> well, you can't do any worse than that. So that's your bard. <laughs> uh, are you upset that you won't be able to fly the ship down and land it?
1: No, because I didn't expect that to ever happen.
0: <laughs> I don't know, they made nope. a big deal about that today. I was like, really? Are we-? No, no Man's Sky doesn't do that either. So, <laughs> Did you guys watch any other showcases or besides those three? Or- no. Uh-huh. I'm too busy watching Sliders. Daniel, did you watch nah, I anything? I did or- anything else. I watched uh, pretty much almost everything else of the indies and all that stuff. I mean, obviously that's more appealing to me than you guys, but
2: I read the um, summaries of them. Yeah. I mean, nothing that really jumped out and said, Oh, I want to check that out. But I mean, a lot of stuff that looked fine and I'm just not necessarily the target audience for some of those games.
0: Yeah, that's fair. That's totally fair. Um I did think that there was some good stuff. I, w- I was happy to see like some uh, Russell quest stuff there that looks really fun. I can't wait to actually play that uh, whenever it comes out. And um, There was some good stuff. I, I'm still uh, a fan of the throwback to the old Resident Evil, the Daymare in 1994, Sandcastle game. Been a huge fan of Cassette Beasts since they announced it, so was glad to see more of that in uh, there. I thought the overall the Gorilla Collective, they did a great job of making it feel bigger than one last year and and making it feel more like an actual showcase they had you know like world premieres and exclusives and uh things like that in there so overall uh enjoyed it and thought it was good i thought the future game showcase was really good as well they had some uh good highlights in there happy to see more bright memory infinite um even though it still doesn't have a release date is apparently it's now coming to more uh consoles coming to switch and ps5 i don't know how that's gonna look on switch but uh sure i guess or um it looks a lot better than it did when we uh they showed it before so um that's good too more from planet of lana which i think they showed at the previous summer games fest um so that that's good that we're getting that and then they showed more of the deadly premonition too which i know Jens would be up in here talking about if uh, he was here. And he's super excited for that game. So yeah, there was a lot. There's a lot of good stuff. And then the, the future game show as well. So, uh, and of course, PC game show sucked as it normally does. So you missed nothing there. who's <laughs> been watching it?
1: No, they, they but, didn't announce, yeah. uh, Deadly Premonition 2 on Steam.
0: Ah, well, that's that's good that we needed to have a whole showcase just for them to announce that.
1: I mean, but it's Um, better than it being on Switch.
0: (laughs) Hey, I mean, the first one is there. Why not? not Because
1: look at the frame rate on Deadly Combination 2 sometime on the Switch.
0: (laughs) Oh, no, I'm sure it's not great. I'm just saying at least they did it because they knew they could get it to sell there. So why not do it? But yeah, I think that's kind of it for the showcases. Go ahead. One last game I'll kind of talk about for one second. I actually don't think Sonic Frontiers looks bad. Uh, yeah, I thought it it looks fine. It just kind of looks very like there's nothing empty. empty, yeah, exactly mm-hmm. empty, which is a problem.
1: But I'd I'd rather have that than like what Sonic games have been in the last twenty years, like some narrow ass path that you can't explore at all, and like the second you you do, you die.
0: And I, I think the the actual like moment-to-moment gameplay looks fun. Yeah. I agree with you there. And, like, climbing that one big, like, robot-looking thing or whatever. I mean, yeah, right. the... I guess what could be a boss battle. Yeah.
1: But I've seen, like, a lot of n- negative comments about that game. And I'm like, it, you know, it'll probably be bad. And I'll, I'll admit that, because it's a Sonic game. But... I mean,
0: everybody that went to play it says it did not play well. Which is Yeah. Not...
1: Like, they said the yeah. camera sucked. And it's like, yeah, because it's a 3D Sonic game. What do you expect? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> And like it doesn't have, I, from what I read, it doesn't have a good sense of speed either.
0: All right, so there was another big, uh, I guess, thing to come out this week. The PS Plus new tiers are out. You can go and purchase whichever one you want. Um, I know uh, Randy was talking about some of it, and he he seems to think it's all right. Uh, a lot of talk about the weird decision to base everything by release date as far as what's considered retro and classic and what's not
1: i've seen a lot Um, of complaints about like the category system in general Like, there's no way to like sort it at all yeah
0: (laughs) i mean game game pass wasn't perfect when it first came out as well so this is going to get you know changed a lot and improved upon as things come out i think overall for what it is i mean at least you know you're not getting the Worser PAL versions of the game They are the NTSC version When it yeah, comes to the
1: But even that's a little hit or miss Because I, I watched a video and like not every game Has trophy support
0: Yeah, I, I, I didn't expect that every game was Going to have that
1: I, I kind of did or not not like Super in depth but I kind of expected something like that
0: Alright fair enough I mean I, I just thought that They were going to do it with some of them but not all Not everything that was going to be there Okay. No. I mean, that's also something they can kind of patch in, can't they? they don't sure, yeah. To, yeah.
1: They're good at doing that.
0: I may check it out. I'm not sure. Yeah, and I'm definitely going to get the extra and not the premium.
1: Yeah, I heard the <laughs> PS3 emulation is like, it's you know, mostly fine if you have a good internet, but if you don't, you're kind of screwed.
0: <laughs> yeah, I also don't have any need for the game trials thing. Yeah. So, because uh, playing a game for a few hours... Although it may be enticing, I really don't have uh the money to be just making putting myself through that if, you know tempting myself so it's not, not a great idea either yeah I mean that's good that it's out there finally so now you can be the judge of it yourself and like i said i I may be able to talk give some experience on it next week I'm not sure on if I'm gonna pull the trigger for that or not yet. I'll find out when I get paid on on Friday. Uh, so, Gran Turismo's movie is coming out next year, August 11. So again, have no idea what they're gonna.
1: That seems think. soon.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: That seems optimistically soon. Let's say. I, I that. mean, didn't
0: they didn't they delay um, Uncharted for a couple a few times? I, so Well, like
1: somewhat, but that's like I think COVID did yeah, that yeah. as well. But,
0: but hey, I, like, you know. The Uncharted movie wound up doing a lot better than a lot of people thought it would, so who knows?
1: I mean, the thing about the Grand Curious movie is, like, they're not filming it now, at least in my knowledge. Like, it's not like they're going to go into production, like, next week. And, like, it won't be as bombastic as, like, a uh, Fast and Furious movie, but those movies still take time to make. Like, you have to imagine at least a two- or three-month shooting production schedule, and then seven or eight months with, like, post-production.
0: Yeah, it's not, it wouldn't surprise me if they say, oh, we're delaying another six months or whatever pretty quick.
1: And you have to imagine Neil Blomkamp is going to, like, leave, like, halfway through or something, because <laughs> <laughs> he is not the guy I would ever imagine doing this type of movie.
2: No.
1: Unless, like, he no. really can't get his, like, own shit off the ground anymore.
0: Uh, but maybe, who knows? Uh, yeah, it, there's still a lot to come with that, anyway. But but uh, something that, I don't know why this, this is... Uh, well, we know why it's getting made because it has Duke Nukem has some kind of nostalgia play, I guess. But look, if they go all ham with it, it could be all right. Uh, they don't try to make it super serious and they understand what the character is. And, uh, it seems like with like the team behind Cobra Kai attached to it, maybe they would. So. Yeah, that's the only know.
2: thing that gives me pause and makes me think. Okay, maybe they have a take on the character and it will be a successful movie, but I don't see how. But again, they did great with Cobra Kai, still going strong. So, see what
1: happens. Who do you get to play as, as Duke Newcomb?
0: I'm not. I'm not good at casting.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, like, digitally de-age Billy Gunn and just have him do it? (laughs) No.
2: Or if we just have (sighs) a different actor in each scene, tiny blonde hair playing Yeah,
0: right. Like, oh, this is the
1: scene. Get Dayglo Sting from 30 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Duke Nukem is terrible. Anyone who likes it is objectively bad.
0: Damn, that's a lot there. (laughs) Like,
1: the first game, like, Duke Nukem 3D. I mean, there were early Duke Duke games, but like Duke Nukem 3D was like technically impressive for sure. But like the character sucked then, and he sucks worse now.
0: <laughs> well, you're not wrong uh, about that. But I don't blame Embracer Group for trying. Uh, but I don't know. Maybe that's not the series to try to go to the theaters with.
1: But remember when Embracer or they, they announced like a Saints Row movie?
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh right, they did do that, right?
1: yeah F Gary Gray was gonna supposed to do it this is like nine months ago or whatever and nothing happened
0: <laughs> well I mean to be fair they're a little bit focused on a game right now that they're trying to make sure it comes out and everything
1: it's not like yeah. th- those are linked somehow <laughs>
0: like they get- no they're not but I'm saying like maybe they want to just like have people care about this new game and then ah well we'll talk about the movie when it's like actually closer to being done or something. Yeah. Because uh, you would think that if, if that was actually going on being filmed and everything, they would be talking about it more. I agree. But the yeah. fact that they're not, I, I I don't think this thing would get off the ground either. So
1: the, the best thing for this thing is if it somehow takes longer than Duke Nukem Forever. This, is, if this thing is in production for like 25 years. Oh, no. <laughs>
2: well, the I one mean, thing I... we could see is the movie comes out and we find out Duke Nukem is actually the villain
0: throughout the movie. Yeah. Yeah. That would be very sanctuary appropriate. So uh, Sonic 3 and Knuckles is going to at least have a soundtrack and not just be like silent or something because they can't use part of the tracks or whatever. You know, Uh, they make it pretty obvious why why you cannot. um, But they are trying to trying to adapt the original music. So that's a plus.
1: I mean they already replaced the Sonic Three soundtrack and Knuckles, uh with like the PC released like twenty years ago or twenty five or something, so
0: whatever. It'd be cool if they could ever release it with the actual like full soundtrack. Sadly, who knows how long that would have to take before, you know, that happens. And what do you know folks? We talked about it, Diablo Immortal is not very popular. It's a big hit. Yeah. Not not very popular with actual like Players, uh, the Metacritic score, user score, uh, is 0. 0.5 out of ten, based on nearly twenty five hundred user ratings.
1: You know, I think it's like the
0: like lowest or third lowest game on Metacritic in general. <laughs> I wonder if they're going to go through like they've done before and try to see if they can find any like trolls or people doing it out of spite. But you know, that would have to actually try to prove that Diablo Immortal doesn't have the the pay-to-win stuff that would make it very unpopular. Well,
2: what kills me is I've seen a lot of headlines talking about how fans are review bombing the game. And yeah. then when you read the story, it's they're not happy with the pay-to-win mechanics. Okay, how is that review bombing a game when it's a mechanic in the game that you're unhappy with? So you're giving the game a low score.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's a legitimate complaint.
2: It is, but right? like, it seems like people are just saying any type of mass negative reviews are review bombing whether it's legitimate or not oh no no it's review bombing it shouldn't be seen it's that's not what it is this is these are the consumers saying we don't like this game for these reasons so it's getting a low score because of it
0: um that yeah as it should be that's the way it should be if you don't like something and you have a legitimate gripe about it you should be able to voice that concern and not have
1: uh, I forget which some someone at Blizzard was talking today or yesterday about Diablo Immortal and Four and I think he said like oh Diablo Four uh won't have that type of monetization scheme in the game and my immediate thought was yes it's probably gonna be worse than Diablo Four <laughs> Uh I don't think so. Like I, mean, I think he yeah. I think he knows better. I, I, I know <laughs> he's t- what he's trying to say, but I I have a very bad feeling that something will creep into that game that will not be like another auction house or something like that.
0: I mean, to be fair, like he's also saying that because he actually can't control what's in Diablo 4 as opposed to he has nothing to do with Diablo Immortal. Yeah. So, you know, and if if that does creep into Diablo 4, then trust me, I'll be the first one slamming Phil Spencer on this show saying that, you know, don't go around saying things and then they wind up happening. Like, that's not... Not positive for any of us, yeah. Anyone, though.
2: So. yeah. I think uh, we're. I think Immortal was the brainchild of the people that have are no longer with Blizzard and or yeah. Activision, and it's just it's gone at this. I think yeah. it. I think it's already being made, so they had to put it out. They had to try to see if it would work, and
0: yeah, get something out of it.
1: Yeah, they just decided to move on after that. I did watch a quick video of some whale in the game like, utterly destroying regular players. Like, the guy spent, right. like, $10,000 in the game, and he could, right. like, utterly take on the other, like, the enemy team in PvP and destroy them all. And that's like, yep. You gotta have game. some
0: major money to blow yeah. if you're wasting money like that on a game that is probably going to be... <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that's not gonna have a lot of players pretty soon, and you're gonna be, like, playing, playing yourself. Yeah. It's just, yeah, man, just doesn't make any sense, but whatever. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, anything else that we we want to bring up here? What What would you say? I think uh, now that now that we've had not e3 week, what would you say are some of the games from July and beyond that you're still kind of excited about? For or I guess we could say from from now until uh, the end of the year that you're still kind of excited about to come out and be able to play
1: uh they yeah, have fire emblem in a few weeks, yeah, I don't know that's about it <laughs>
0: <laughs> really
1: uh I mean i I'll probably like midnight sun so that's what the game
0: I'll try are you are you not is this saying that you're not expecting God of War right now to come out this year? I think if it does come out, it'll be really late uh, so you're not you're not excited for that
1: no, I am like if that comes out and it's of the same quality as the last God of war it'll probably be my game of the year but that's a pretty big if on
0: if it's up to that quality
1: and if it comes out in the first place.
0: Uh, Daniel, anything you are excited Uh, about?
1: uh, Off the top of my head, I'll go
2: ahead and say, I'm looking forward to Shredder's Revenge. I'm hoping it's good and entertaining. I mean, just the games that are coming out this year, there's nothing that I've circled the date saying, Oh, I've got a, I can't wait to play this game on this date. It's, that doesn't mean that there aren't going to be games that I pick up, I play and I enjoy. It's just, there's nothing I can sit there and say, I've got to get this game when it comes out on this date.
1: Uh, right. I'm kind of in the same boat. Like there's some, like i some stuff I'm interested in, but like nothing like that. I have to get like day one. Yeah.
2: You know, like midnight suns. I'm, I want to play. I want to try it out. I'm not going to be rushing to get it when it, on day one, I'll, I'll get it, I'll play it, but it might be a week or so before I'm able to pick it up.
0: Alright, fair enough. Fair enough that... I did,
1: uh, I, I did pre-order that stupid Soul Hackers 2 thing.
0: I was surprised that you did not even... I love the fact that it was like, oh, here comes the English cast, and it's like, what? Two sentences that they showed, or whatever? That was bad. But, um, you know, I was, surp- I was surprised that, did not hear you uh, talk about Soul Hackers 2 there. I guess I'm the only one that like has games you're. Yeah, I mean, what, what are you looking forward to? <laughs> I, I am super excited for Zenoblade Chronicles 3 coming at the end of July. A Digimon Survive comes out the same day. So I have to figure out what I'm going to do with that. I, obviously, TMNT as well coming out. Zenoblade, I think is probably perhaps the one that I'm uh, most excited about out of the games that are. Uh, we know are are coming for sure, for sure. Uh, Cold to Lamb is another one that I, every time I see it, I'm like, yes, I oh, want to play that. I want that to come out. Like, so get here fast.
1: I mean, the one, uh, I guess the one for me would be Forespoken.
0: Yeah, Forspoken as well. Totally down for, for that to come out. And there's probably others that I can't, uh, think about too much <laughs> right now, but, I mean, obviously there's indie stuff, but I'm not I'm not counting that because I'd be here what, a while for that. What Modern Warfare yes. Two isn't on your list? <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't think that that gameplay did any favors. They I thought they picked a level that was kind of really slow. Um, I thought it was really silly, like with that yeah. one I, on the boat, and they're like shooting
1: at the red uh, gas tanks or whatever. I'm like, what is this black 2?
0: I I also had trouble like figuring out who the enemies were and who the your well, they didn't. It
1: was like no so, HUD, so I'm, yeah. I assume like once you actually have a HUD, that'll be
0: a little clearer. But yeah, they didn't do a great job of uh, making it easy to to figure out things. But I do think that you know, once we hit July, we definitely got there's at least a few games coming out every you know every month going forward that are going to be some big ones to check out. So that's positive. Coming back, coming from many months now that we've had like little to nothing. So, I think uh, that does it for the show this week. Uh, I'm sure you guys all watched the showcases and everything. Let us know what you thought was your favorite one and some favorite games that you have. Uh, you can uh, hit me up at WTM Sean, I'm Mark at Humanity Play. Daniel, I know you're not on the social media much. No, um, not yet. So, um, but yeah, we'll be back in the next week and uh, with all the fallout of what's happened from these showcases and obviously you got a few more things whatever the Final Fantasy 7 uh remake thing is going to be it's still going to be 10 minutes. Do you think we'll get a trailer for remake no. part 2 it, or it'll be, it'll just be like a song. Do you think that's what it is? Do You think that they're just giving us it'll 10 minutes like, of a it, song? It'll be
1: like the like the uh new orchestration for One Wing Angel. <laughs>
0: I hope not i really do. i will be disappointed um there's another one aside from the dragon's dogma thing that i, I swear assassin's creed assassin's creed
1: yeah uh which is another like wankathon for that thing
0: <laughs> yeah but all right uh make sure to check us out uh you can go subscribe on any of the podcast sources that are available there whatever it is Electless your podcast we are there uh, you can also listen to it on uh, YouTube, and you can, you know, go and follow us there as well and get all of our stuff along with the w Network stuff that you can, you know, uh, that Radlist does. I think they're doing the Jurassic World Dominion review now, so that will be up there by the time you listen. So until then, and enjoy your week, folks, and see you
2: later. Later. Later.